Hi friends, and welcome to the She Lives Purposefully podcast, a place for you to be encouraged and equipped in your walk with Christ. I'm your host, Megan. Hello, friend. Today on the She Lives Purposely podcast, we are talking about how to share the gospel. It's a topic that has been asked to me on Instagram, in DMs, in those question boxes so many times. You've asked how to share the gospel, if I've talked about that on the podcast already. And I don't know how we haven't talked about it yet on the podcast because it's such a huge part of living purposefully, of living the way that God calls us to. The Lord calls us to share truth, to spread the good news. And so that's something that we're called to do, of course, but also if it's something that we believe and we know to be true for ourselves, we want to share it with other people. But I think sometimes we can definitely get a little nervous too, uncertain on how to. So today we are diving into, you know, basically how to share the gospel. So I'm excited to do that with you today. All right, but I'm also excited to tell you about a new segment that we're going to be doing on the podcast. We're going to be doing a new segment called Dear Meg, and I'm really excited about this. In this segment, I will be answering your questions anonymously on the podcast, and every single episode, I would love to answer a question from you. We'll do it definitely every Thursday episode. I'm still debating doing it on the Bible study episodes. Let me know what you think if we should do that on there as well, but I want to be able to connect more with you on the podcast. And so starting two weeks from today, I was holding up if you're watching on YouTube two number ones, but two, anyway, two weeks from today, not next Thursday, but the Thursday after we will be starting this, but I would love for you to start submitting any questions that you have. I'll be answering those questions. Again, they will be anonymous. So nobody will know that it's you. You can comment them on Spotify and that goes straight to me. And of course I won't publicize it, or you can send them to my email, which is Megan at she lives purposefully.com. That's Megan at she lives purposefully.com with the subject line podcast Q and a, I'm so excited to dive into this with you and start this with you. No question is off limits. You can ask for advice for your own life, something theological, a question about me or she lives purposefully, something you're confused about in the Bible, all of the above. I'm really stoked for it. So go and submit your questions. And in two weeks, I will start answering those questions in our new segment called Dear Meg. Ah, I'm so excited for this. I think it's just going to be, yeah, so such a good time. So much fun. All right, two, before we jump into this, if you've been listening for a while, you know that She Lives Purposefully is a place for you to be encouraged and equipped. And before we continue, I just want to direct you to some resources if you, you know, haven't dived into them yet, where you can be more encouraged and equipped and, you know, really helped in seeking God and walking with him. The first one is our free Bible studies tool guide that will help you get more out of your time with Jesus, learn to dive deeper into what the Bible says, see how the Bible applies to you and applies to you today. And I will link that in the show notes. That is the free Bible studies tool guide. The second is and I've mentioned this before, just literally a couple seconds ago, but that we have weekly Bible studies on the podcast every single Monday. And if you're not a Monday listener, you absolutely should be but you can go and listen to those. And two, along with those studies, you can actually grab a digital study for $5 that goes along with every single study that we do for free on the podcast. So if you're somebody who wants digital prints that you can download, save as a screensaver, print out, maybe you're somebody who wants to take notes and just kind of see things visually in front of you, I encourage you to go grab that digital study that goes along with these studies. And 
two, the last thing that I want to mention is the subscription. In the subscription, you can actually get access to all of the $5 studies. So each one's $5. You can get access to all of them for just $5.99 a month. So every single one for free included in that. In addition to that, you'll get bonus podcast episodes every single Friday and a shop code and also Bible reading plans for literally every single day. We're having two for the month of April. And then we're going to be diving into a whole new topic in May. I'm really excited about it. But this new subscription will just help support the creation of even more encouraging content on She Lives Purposefully. It helps to support She Lives Purposefully and brings you more content. So go and check that out. That will be linked in the show notes as well. Um, and you can sign up there at shelivespurposefully.com backslash sign up. That's shelivespurposefully.com backslash sign up. All right, friends, let's dive in today. What is the gospel? The gospel literally means good news. It's the good news of Christ. Friend, you have good news to share. And it is not only just good news, but it is good news because it's true news. It's true news that you can share. Why is it important to share the gospel? Well, in Mark 16, 15, and multiple places throughout scripture, we see that we're called to actually share the gospel. But in Mark 16, 15, Jesus says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. That is the command. That's a calling right there. We wonder so many times, what is my purpose? What am I supposed to do? And so often we kind of ignore the things that Jesus has already commanded us to do in scripture, things he's called us to obey, ways he's called us to love and to live, and even things like this, to go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. All right, before we dive into how, it is so important to just know the gospel. Oftentimes, for those who don't often share or are new to sharing the gospel, we know what we believe, but we don't exactly know what to say or what people need to know, how to share it, the words that are right, all of that. And God calls us to be ready in and out of season. So it's important for us to know what to say. What are the most important things to share? In short, it's that we need God to be saved and freed from sin and to be reconciled with God. And God was gracious enough to make a way for us to do that. And he invites us into that. In Romans 5, 8, it says this, God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Another Romans verse, Romans 6, 23 says, the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Second Corinthians 5, 21 says this, for our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him, we might become the righteousness of God. First Timothy 1, 15, which we're actually studying right now in our Monday Bible studies. It says this, this saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the foremost. 1 John 4.10 says, In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. 
what are the core components of the gospel before we really dive into how to share it? What are the four components of the gospel? The Billy Graham Association gives these four steps when sharing it. So get out your notebooks or, you know, really tune in because this is going to be really helpful for you when you decide, you know, like this is how I'm going to share the gospel. This is who I'm going to share it to, to have these things in your mind. And it really just jumps off of what we talked about. The first is to tell them about God's plan. His plan is for peace and for life for his people. The second is to share our problem. Our problem is separation from God. The third is to talk about God's remedy, which is the cross. And the fourth is to explain the response and the response is receiving Jesus. And I love this so much. And I just want to make a note too, is because oftentimes we can share the problem that we have, you know, and, and here they stated a separation from God. And for a lot of people that looks like they are hurting or they're struggling or they're in pain, you know, and, and that's a great place to jump off of many times to talk about this problem that we have and how the Lord can work in us and save us and heal us from those things. But there's a lot of times too that people are feeling great. Life is going really well. They're totally fine. And so they don't feel like there is an issue, but the issue remains the same. And that issue is that we are separated from God. So I just love that. And I wanted to note that not that, you know, talking about how the Lord can heal us and work in us and all those things is not a great jumping off point to talk about an issue that we have, but it's, you know, even deeper than that, because life can be going good and we can feel like there are no problems. But if we don't have Christ, we're still separated from God. And that is the problem. That is something that needs to be fixed. And the Lord provided a way for that. All right. So before we jump in as well, I do just want to say, um, and I think that this is just something that's really important to note, is before you are diving into Sharing the gospel is to be praying over these things. Pray for the Lord's to give you the word. Pray for the Lord, not the Lord's, but the Lord to give you the words to say. And to friend, pray for opportunities. God wants his love and salvation to be known, and he wants us to tell it. He literally commands us to tell the good news, to share the good news, to share the gospel. So pray for opportunities, and he will give them. I remember specifically one time, it was when I first decided that I really wanted to be like a light on my college campus, and I decided that I was going to pray for opportunities that the Lord would give me ways to you know talk about him and it was near the end of the semester and i remember you know sitting there i was just sitting at my desk quiet not doing anything and earlier on in the semester we did this kind of introduction introduction speech it was a communications class and i had briefly mentioned in like a single sentence how i went to bible college i think and months later now flash forward i'm sitting at my desk and the person in front of me turns around and is like hey, can you tell me a little bit more about like this Bible college experience you had? Like, why did you go? And they just started asking a bunch of questions about my experience. And that was such an incredible jumping off point for me to start sharing the gospel and talking about why I went to Bible college, why it was important to me, why I wanted to grow in my relationship with the Lord, who the Lord is in my life and like what I believe about God. 
And I remember just sitting there thinking, how crazy is it that for all of these months, like no, really, no one's talking about like this speech. And the day that I prayed for opportunity, this person randomly turns around and asks me about this one sentence that I shared months earlier. The Lord friend will bring opportunity when you ask for it. He wants opportunities for you to share the gospel so we can step out in boldness and in love really and share the gospel. All right, so let's get to it. We know what the gospel is. We know the four core parts of it. We know that we can pray for opportunity and that we can pray for the Lord to give us the words to say, to say and he's with us in it. So how do we actually share the gospel? All right, I'm going to give a couple different ways that you can do this. And some of them are going to kind of blend together, but um, I'm going to give yeah a few different ways here. The first one is you can share your testimony and the gospel through it. This is one of the easiest ways, I think, to actually speak the gospel to other people's, to other people. And it's helpful or applicable with people that you have actual relationships with already, which I think is so crucial and so helpful in actually sharing the gospel is really forming relationships with people, making sure you're really caring about them. But if you are, for example, this can work too if you're commuting with someone or you're getting to know someone you can ask for them to share their story you know their life who they are all of that and share yours in return using god all throughout and two if you're already like i said in a friendship with someone it's great to incorporate aspects of your testimony throughout your time together with this friend What did God save you from? How did he heal you? When did you recognize you really needed him? How was your life transformed before that or since then? Who were you before? Who are you now? Why is God important to you? And just bringing that up, you know, in, in deeper conversations with people. And I think so often in our culture, and I think this is worth noting, we are not really, we've become less and less of deep communicators with other people. A lot of our relationships have become really shallow relationships. It's so important to dive deep. And so to the person who starts a conversation or you start the conversation randomly with somebody that you're commuting with, if they feel open to it and are clearly not trying to do their own thing, you know, Um, but maybe that's an opportunity or someone you're just getting to know or somebody at work or a friend at school or, you know, a friend that you've had for a long time that you're ready to finally start sharing the gospel with or talking about how the Lord has renewed your heart. Maybe they know that you're a follower of God, but you really want to talk about, all right, like what does this mean and how can you have it too? This sharing your testimony, what God has done in your life, talking about your own story is a great way to do that. It's been a great way in my own life when people start to ask like, oh, why don't you want to come out with us tonight to do X, Y, Z that the Lord wouldn't really approve of? Or, you know, like you went through this really hard thing. How did you get through that? And really start to incorporate the Lord in all of those conversations. But friend, here is a really big key. And I think it's a key to all of this. Well, of course we want to share the gospel because it's so crucial. It's a life and death situation and we want people to be saved. We know the severity of why this message needs to be spread. We have to be careful to just see people not as just a checklist or, you know, things that we can check off our list that we shared the gospel, but rather a soul that God loves and a person that we love too. When we ask people if we do to tell us their story first or something like that, don't just wait for them to be done so you can get on your your soapbox or whatever and just get started. 
Be genuine. Care about this person. Bring it up in natural parts of your conversation um, so that they can sense and know and that it can be true that you really care for them and love them. And that's going to make one, them more maybe not receptive, but open to what you're talking about and not turned off or like frustrated with you by it. Um, But I think too, it just is so important that we are supposed to love people and people just shouldn't be a checklist. And I think it's really crucial to have that heart in this. So this is definitely one way to share the gospel, share your testimony, what God has done in you, or even maybe it's not your huge testimony, but the little ways or separate ways that he's helped you and invite people to find God too, or to, you know, find what you found in him, like healing, freedom, etc., in finding him as well. And then Another way to do this too is to actually, and this is, um, well, I'll dive in, but I want to say the title first is to live a godly life. There's this classic quote that says, preach the gospel at all times and when necessary, use words. And now while I think it's super crucial to actually preach the gospel as well with our words, you know, we see that we are called to share the good news. Um, I think that this can be a very interesting conversation starter and way to be a light. And I think it actually can be honestly very convicting as well. Friend, do you live or act just like those around you who don't know Christ? Are you complaining at work, launching at or laughing at or starting crude humor, engaging in foul language, jumping in or starting gossip and slander, having a hopeless attitude at the world? Friend, is how you live noticeably different? And then on the flip side, are you loving, obeying God's commandments, praying in public, encouraging people, shutting down gossip or crude humor, looking at life with hope because you have the hope and being content instead of complaining? Now I say all of these things, you know, all of these kind of checks in our own life, not with my head held high. I have not always been the best example. Still, you know, there's times that I'm absolutely not. For me, it is so easy to walk into gossip and complaining. And I've had to check myself time and time and time again. So I'm not saying this is a list for you and not for me. This is for me too. But friend, how we live can make a noticeable difference. It can be a way we show God's light by walking in his ways. And then people begin to wonder and ask questions of why you don't live like everybody else. Why don't you criticize your spouse or sleep with your boyfriend or gossip in the office or get drunk on the weekends with everybody else? Why are you hopeful? Why do you read your Bible at lunch? Why are you tired? Did you get up early to read your Bible? What did you do this weekend? Oh, you went to church? That's interesting. You know, how did you get through a hard thing that seemed too difficult to overcome? All of those things, how we live and how we tell our story is so important. And through all of this, we can start conversations and explain how it's all because of how we were once lost and stuck and hurting and then Jesus and how we want to honor him and how he's transformed us and how, you know, he wants to do that for everybody too. And now if you're listening and you're saying to yourself, honestly, I'm not the best example. 
I act in ways that I don't show God's love and I don't obey his commands as well as I should. I know that I'm saved and I know that I'm his, but I'm not living the way that I should be living. Friend, know that you can start today. Just repent of your sin, turn from it, and embrace his forgiveness. There is no condemnation in Christ, but we are called to obedience and a heart that's open before him. And just because there was or is a time that you weren't a light, even though you are in Christ, doesn't mean that you're stuck there and in shame there. Humble yourself before God today. Repent and start walking in his ways and let that be a light from one day to the next, from one week to the next for them to be like, oh, just last week you were cursing. Why aren't you today? And you can say, honestly, I'm trying to honor God because I believe this, you know, and, and let that be a light in and of itself. All right, option number three and our last thing that we can talk about for today of how to share the gospel is, you know, we talked about sharing our testimony in how we act and now to go for it straight up. This is probably the most intimidating one to just straight up start preaching the gospel, but here are some ways that this could look. One is this could look like sitting next to someone on the train, which we kind of talked to talked about earlier, and just talking to them about Christ, asking them if they know Jesus or, you know, maybe starting it out more casually than that, but really just jumping into the gospel itself. Maybe it looks like handing out tracts or encouragements in a public place, starting a conversation with your coworker straight up, sharing about your faith on social media. And definitely this is tricky because in some places you're not allowed to actually share the gospel bluntly. A teacher may not be able to share it with her class in a public school. It may seem inappropriate in a work meeting, you know, for situations like that, I definitely would recommend sharing your testimony one-on-one with people or in a group when it feels appropriate. Um, and yeah, but For straight up sharing the gospel, I think that we can do this more often than we think we can, even though it's intimidating. And maybe it means like going into the city and just asking people if you can share Jesus with them or talk about something that's totally transformed your life, which may sound wild to do if that's not something that you're used to. I get it. It's actually something that Christians do. I did it with my young adults group for a while, a couple of years ago, and it was, I'm going to be honest, so intimidating at first and we broke up into kind of pairs or groups and we would go with people, which was so helpful because quite honestly, I don't know if I would have gone so low and done it myself, just gone up to people. And so for example, we went to this place that was really popping on like a Friday night in the city. And it just kind of is this open outside area with a lot of like food trucks and carts and things like that. And it's a really nice place. And we would just start conversations with people and then bring the Lord into those conversations. And again, And we talked a little bit about this earlier, but in a culture where we all ignore each other on the street and don't interact much in shops or while we're commuting, this can feel out of touch, weird, or uncomfortable, but it doesn't need to be. And it really shouldn't be. Humans should be able to interact with each other. But anyway, because it can feel weird or out of touch or uncomfortable, here are some places that might make it more natural for you. Friend, your social media is the new public square. Share the gospel there. Maybe telling your barista that God loves them or handing them something encouraging as you take your coffee. Ask if you can pray for someone sitting near you that looks like they're going through it. And I have done that before and people really appreciate it. I'm going to be honest with you. Maybe talk to someone next to you on a plane or on your commute. I've also done that. 
read your Bible in public as just a way to make this idea that people follow Christ normal spark curiosity in people and then maybe people will come up to you or it'll just be a conversation starter bring cookies and tell your neighbors to your neighbors and tell them that you're praying for them maybe also some core places could be where you're where you work your school running errands your neighbors your friends um all of those places can be a little more natural and i'm not here to say that it's going to be the most comfortable if this is new to you it's not going to be it's going to be a stretch it's going to feel stretching but this is something that we are called to do so whether it is straight up sharing it whether it is by how you live or whether it's sharing your testimony or all of the above, it's important to start sharing the gospel and sharing the good news. And I think really important too to actually speak it as well. Although living it is crucial, speaking it is really great too. And again, friend, I would encourage you to just, as we talked about earlier, recite the gospel to yourself. Create a summary so you know what to say and how you're going to say it so you can feel more confident when these situations arise or when you approach these situations and friend pray for opportunities god gives them live out your walk for christ evidently be proud in your own life of christ who he is and what he has done in you and for you bring your bible to coffee shops pray before lunch pray for others going through it if they say it's okay be unashamed that you woke up early to read your bible and maybe that's why you're sleepy going to an 8 a.m class or in a work meeting or whatever it is or maybe at brunch with friends and you're like yeah i woke up early for my morning routine and that involves bible reading choose to not sin and explain why you're not sinning and be honest about those things be honest about where you were on the weekend you know going to church or retreat or different things like that a lot of those really natural ways can be amazing and i encourage you to do it i think often we can really overcomplicate sharing the gospel and when we share it with strangers it can be scary and intimidating for sure but oftentimes we neglect even the more natural settings to do just that. So look for those and step into those. This is honestly something I am convicted into and I do not do it enough. And so this is convicting for me too. And it's just such a sweet and good charge. But friend, I'm going to remind myself of this and I'm going to remind you of it too. God is with you in this. I hope and pray that you were encouraged by this episode today. If you were, be sure to leave a review and share this episode with your friends, maybe in your go-to group chat or on social media. Leaving reviews and sharing this episode helps the podcast to reach new women and encourage them in their walk with Christ and for it to grow. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just really thankful that you are here. I hope that you were encouraged in this place. Don't miss tomorrow's bonus podcast episode where we are diving into a topic that I love and I feel like is so needed in our society. We're talking about be feeling overlooked, feeling hurt, all of those things, and that God sees you, friend. And next week, we are going to be diving into a really fun topic, how healthy living, healthy lifestyle, holistic lifestyle, we're going to be diving into all of that and how that actually can relate to our purpose in some ways, not in all ways, but I think it's a really fun conversation. Two, before I hop off, do not forget to submit your questions to Dear Meg. I am so excited for this new segment and we're going to be starting it on the 27th. So two weeks from today, don't forget, forget to submit your questions. You can email them in to Megan at she lives purposefully.com. That's Megan at she lives purposefully.com. 
calm friend. I love you. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Live for Jesus and live purposefully.